Welcome back to another week of Ghost in the Scene, certified ghost-friendly audio sage. Uh, this is your host, Gio, and I am back with my co-host, Rob. How's it going, Rob? Hey, Gio. Um, you know, I'm, a, I'm feeling a little slow right now, and, you know, I've actually felt um, a little upset this week, even. You know, I don't truly, I don't usually like starting on a, such a negative note, but, uh, you know, it doesn't feel, I haven't been feeling right. What's going um, on? It's since the Grammys, really. Um, I feel like there's been a, a fresh wave of news. Um, you know, I, I'll have to be honest, Gio. Um, I saw some of our coverage of the Grammys, and uh, it didn't always all sit well with me, as particularly us calling out um, Mac Miller's ghost um, and really slamming the ghost of Mac Miller. Uh, about not getting a Grammy, uh, you know, and for some reason, you know, that really rubbed me. I did not, not rubbed me, but I felt uh, possessed, perhaps, in a way, uh, by an emotion. Because mm-hmm. uh, emotions can possess you too. Um, and I just didn't feel like it was respectful for to Mac Miller's recent ghosts as you said in our tweet we called out for for vetting you know and i think vetting is an important thing and as scholars and journalists as we are uh that's what we're doing 24 7. um so for me it felt like it was and ourselves we were vetting his ghosts at the same time too kind of the same thing that we were calling out the grammys of doing we were kind of doing ourselves um, and that made me feel possessed in a certain way of not wanting to fall into the same bad mistakes that such a just irresponsible organizations as the Grammys do every year. It's true. And that's why the Caspers this year are, are going to be thoroughly vetted before the airing of, of the Caspers. We want to make sure that every ghost is, is a ghost-friendly ghost that is available to watch for you guys because we don't want to have the mistake that many other organizations have where they go on and they present and they have ghosts that they don't know if they're good or bad and and the problem is is that they don't check people don't check and so we're going to check we're going to make sure and and that's the thing there is still way more investigations to be had in the music industry and we haven't really touched much of you know musicians and 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 all of their intentions and stuff we we've kind of made it clear that they're magicians as well as musicians that's why the names are so similar i mean yeah but a lot of their intentions we just don't know so you know we we are going to uh deep dive into maca miller and into ariana grande and into their power couple because we kind of when we talked about the power couples we glossed over mac miller we, we, we did him a disservice 
and and not giving him the uh, proper accolade for being in, in a power couple before his untimely death. So we will talk about that. We will talk about um, everything probably in a separate episode because there's a lot to talk about when it comes to Mac Miller. So until then, um, you know, the jury is is still out, but, you know, we do have to give him the proper respect because he is a powerful ghost right now. Absolutely. So we are going to continue and probably round out this month of the classics, as, as I've been calling it. It is the classic horror month, February, and we are going to be tackling the last subject, which is... Uh, a kind of introspection into the idea of what is a haunted house, right? That is the most classic of, of hauntings. You hear it all the time. If, if you have any, any kind of haunting, usually it happens within a, a construction of a building. Most of the time, it's a house. So the question is, what is a house? What is a ghost in a house? What, is, what makes that haunted? Right. How does it get there? How does it get there? How does a ghost come from outside and how does it go inside? Is it vampire rules? Do you have to invite the ghost? Is, you know, the Ouija board uh, avenue? Because there, there are ways for ghosts to get in your house that we know, but obviously there are ways they're getting in without our knowledge. So how, how do they do it? And what is a haunted house? We're going to get into all of that. And I think the, the kind of... Uh, empirical way the scientific way to research this and to get into this is to do a case study right we we look at one house and we see okay how was this house haunted and what happened here maybe that happens with all houses right and that's that's kind of how we're going to test this so one of the classic haunted houses that has been uh, rec recorded throughout the years this has been since the 70s it is called the um, Amityville Amityville. I can't even say it. It's it, it sounds like a spell. It's the ghosts that are tripping up your tongue. The horror. The Amityville horror. Amityville horror. Yeah. It's it's a hard it's a hard uh spell to say. But this is a a classic haunting uh about murder, about ghosts, about haunting. And it's kind of like the, you know, uh, a chicken or the egg situation. Did a ghost start the murder or did a murder cause the ghost to kind of like allow them to come in, you know? So if you guys, do you guys know about the Amityville Horror? Do, do you know about the Amityville Horror, Rob? I mean, as a paranormal expert, you're told the story of the Amityville Horror every night as, as a baby as you're being rocked to sleep. Um, to, to warn you about all the ghosts that are out there in the world that are out there to get you. Um, I actually did not have such an upbringing myself. I came into the paranormal experiences much later in life. Um, but I know, Gio, that is, that is, your, that is your story. Um, that is something that you've obviously experienced. Uh, and you know, I have been very interested in and experience finding the story through you. Of course. So, uh, yeah, we all, as paranormal experts, we've heard this, this story told over campfires, you know, in, in dark rooms as we're being rocked to sleep by our mothers and, and fathers. 
And so this is something that's not going to come as much of a surprise to, to most of you. Um, but I'll, I'll kind of just quickly uh, tick down the list of, of classic haunting signs. So we have um, in a house, things smell bad, right? Um, they said that, well, one of the crosses they had. Um, so, so I guess really quickly, let me just kind of give you the history. So in 74, 1974, this guy named Ronald DeFeo Jr. shoots and kills six members of his family at 112 Ocean Avenue. Okay, so for the number guys, you guys sh should have your hair on fire. Um, and for the number, you know, people, your, your ha hair should also be on fire. So six members he shoots and kills. That's six members with six bullets, right? Probably kills all of them. 112 Ocean Avenue. Okay, so one and one, that's two, right? And then one and two, that's three. So that's two and three. Two divided by three is 0.666, okay? We could also do, you know, the uh, two and three, that's five which is the amount of people that were in the house. So, uh, interesting. And, you know, Ocean Avenue. You know, you guys know about the ocean. I mean, I hope they do, because we've been talking about it on our show, and it would be a disservice to, to us if you haven't been really clued in the scene about the ocean now, guys. Yeah, if you guys don't know about the ocean, um, go back to the first episode, because you're not listening close enough. So the ocean is full of ghosts, and obviously Ocean Avenue is going to be full of ghosts too. So all that happens in 74. On November then, 13th, 1974, uh, an auspicious date, because you have November, it's 1-3, and then 1974, so you have 1-9, and upside down 6, That's, mm -hmm. and then you got 74, uh, 7 minus 4 is 3, and you add up all the different ones. Mm -hmm. uh, you got two ones from the 13 in 1974. You multiply that to one of the three. So it's your one of your six. And November is the 11th month of the year. Your other twos, yada, yada, math. I mean, you six, guys six, know six. this. Come on. Yeah, come on. Everybody knows this. Um, but we're just, you know, actually spelling it out for you guys. So 75, the next year... Uh, the Lutz family moves in, and they have three children and a dog. Uh, we all know the movie All Dogs Go to Heaven was a documentary, uh -huh. and it's true. So all dogs do go to heaven, which means they have souls, which means there were six souls in this house. So that should that that's one, uh, the first alarm. So also dog ghosts. I think, I mean, not to put us too off track, but I think the exploration of dogs and other beings yes. uh, have ghosts up there too. So just, you know, keep that in mind as we go through the story, everybody. Um, somebody is, is going to mark that and, and tweet at us if you want to hear more about dog ghosts, because we got folders and folders of information about dog ghosts that we're just waiting to unleash. So... The dog has a soul and therefore counts as, as a member of the family. And for some reason, 
this, uh, you know, the uh, article that I'm reading is just, does such a disservice to the paranormal researchers when they don't count the dog's soul as, as six, because it would be so much easier. So you, people might ask, why are we talking about this now, right? It, it's the most haunted, um, I, I wouldn't say the most haunted month, but this is uh, the classic haunted month because it has this uh, shortness, the 28 days, because we can only survive so much of it. And that's exactly what happened at the Amityville house. Uh, they only were able to stay for 28 days until they left because of the hauntings, because it smelled so bad. And, um, you know, they heard like a marching band. They heard, you know, um, all kinds of knocking. And um, one of the, uh, I, I think the mother said that she um, had had sex with a ghost while she was there. Um, the dad, he would wake up at 3.15 in the morning, every morning. And I'm not sure if that's just, be, you know, him kind of boasting about his work ethic or if he just had some kind of sleep insomnia, maybe he was drinking coffee at night or something. But I mean, that's somewhat auspicious time. That's, you know, obviously three. we're doing the math. I'm not even going to, you know, tell you this time because yeah, again, you know, we hope that you're up to speed at this point. Yeah, if you guys didn't have your calculator out before, get it get it out right now, because there's more numbers th getting thrown at you. Um, so we have, there was uh, odors of perfume, so sweet, sweet spots, and then spots that smelled like shit, like just straight poop. And here's, okay, so I'm going to do a little, a little live debunking, okay? You're in a house, you're full of three kids and a dog. People are going to start, you know, farting. And some people want to mask their farts, and some people don't want to mask their farts. So I'm going to just quickly debunk that, and I'm just going to say, that's farts. But here's here's one that's not farts. By the way, when you're you know, sneaking out a silent fart, you're basically sending out a ghost fart. So when you fart, do it loud and proud, everyone. That's and you right. don't want to be creating more ghosts out there. That'll cast out the ghost from your fart. That's a, such a smart and brave statement. Thank you, Rob. Because people don't realize how many ghosts they create every day. Same thing go, goes, goes for, uh, for burps and that kind of stuff. Loud and proud. That's the way that we, that we do it over here. So here's, here's one. They started a fire. And two people in the family swore they saw a demon dancing in the fire which is terrifying because there was no music being played. So what's he dancing to? Right? It's it's there's something scary. And I want you guys to do um this is a fear experiment for for all of our listeners. Go on YouTube or whatever, you know, Vimeo, whatever kind of a video sharing website and watch a music video. Just turn off the music and and watch them dancing. And it really starts to kind of scare you. It should scare you because what are they? What are they dancing to, right? If there's no music, what are they dancing to? It's 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 a creepy concept. So this is just to kind of freak yourselves out. Go ahead and uh, go on YouTube and, and watch one of those music videos. And gear up too. You don't want to do this unprotected. Oh yeah, whatever you whatever you got on oh. you, just just uh you know, glove up. Um. Uh, so we have um. 
and, and so here's another kind of deep debunking. One of the girls, she would sing in her room. And when she would come back and, uh, you know, she would leave her room, she'd stop singing. And as soon as she came back into her room, she would start singing. Hmm. That is, I, I guess it could be a haunting. I'm not really, I'm not really sure why they brought this up. A girl likes to sing and she doesn't like other people to hear her. So she goes to her room. It's kind of a silly, a silly, a silly reason. And Here's a point that I wanted to make. Guys, if you've, uh, people, you've been listening to our podcast, you know well and good what it is to be haunted, right? We don't exist in a house, but we are haunted. So that kind of equation that I was asking earlier, like, what is it to be haunted? What is it to be in a house? How does a house get haunted? We know how a podcast gets haunted. We know how people individually get haunted. You know, Rob was sent to the ghost dimension. Mark was turned into a horse and then turned into a ghost. Um, you know, I, I've been dealing with, with psychic trauma my entire life. All of this stuff, yeah, we know how we get haunted. And people, you know, these other internet salutes, these other uh, experts, quote-unquote, you know, their evidence is that a girl, a little girl is singing and that, and that the, the house smells bad in certain spots. You know, this is clearly why we need we need to exist, because we're not going to give you this kind of like Mickey Mouse explanation. We're not going to give you this wrong information where this isn't why it was haunted. It was haunted because they saw the demon in the fire, not because of a little girl was singing, you know? It's almost as if they, there's misinformation out there that people are trying to throw us off you know we're in a, living in a time where people are trying to throw us off ours and, and trying to muddy and delegitimize actual information like the one that we're giving you right now so you'll see a lot of stuff in paranormal research uh papers quote unquote that will have information that has nothing to do with hauntings just to confuse you and to scare you, perhaps, to think like, oh, I have a teenage daughter that is singing in her room. It's, like, it's, it's fine. She's probably just, she's practicing some spells. Um, right. It's a time of age where you're discovering your abilities and powers, and you should be allowed to explore that. Exactly. So I, I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to debunk the entire you know, story, but I mean, yeah, you're right. They, they, feed, they feed you bits of, of information, nourishment. And then they feed you bits of cardboard and it's, there's nothing to it, you know? And so you just got to debunk that and then get to the actual good stuff. Um, so this whole ha you know, experience happens in 28 days, very, very quickly. And after that, they make a, a, a book and then they continue to kind of pump this house, the paranormal factory for all of its worth, because since 1979, they have made 19 movies, 19 films produced um, by, you know, Michael, people like Michael Bay, acted in by people like Ryan Reynolds. Um, you know, all of these kind of people were associated with this house. They went to 112 Ocean Avenue. They spent time there. They learned what it was to be in a haunted house. So these are the kind of people that we have to kind of to investigate because they know 
are the, you know, they know the answer. They know what it is to be in a haunted house. And they've studied and, and they've interacted with the ghosts in the haunted house. So Ryan Reynolds, he knows. He knows all too well, you know, what it is to be haunted because he was on a set that was completely haunted. And that happened uh, in 2009. And that was the ninth, you know, ad adaptation of the book. So, I mean, already it's just so spiritually charged. It's amazing. I mean, and if, and I know there's a lot of controversy around this story too, whether people have declared that there are and are not ghosts as well. But, you know, regardless of how you feel about that, I think the film franchise, uh, you know, using that energy, using those numbers, you know, Hollywood using their ghosts, if it wasn't truly haunted before, I think Hollywood definitely make sure of that. But seeing the power of the film and the fact they made so many, that doesn't come by itself. You know, you're drawing some from some serious spiritual energy there. Exactly. That's that is something very uh, true to understand. That you guys uh, have to realize that Hollywood brings over ghosts. You know, when the location scouting, all, all of the the pre filming. They film the house. And they are adding all of these ghosts, all these layers of ghosts to help the production make it go faster. So if this house wasn't already charged enough, uh, imagine th like this is like just like putting in like a, a charger into a battery and just leaving it, leaving it on. Right. The battery never goes down. You know, the idea of like a haunted house, if if everything works out right, you are you know, enter a haunted house and, you know, over time, you gain more spiritual power, and the ghost gains less. And, you know, you hit a part where you kind of control the spiritual energy of your house. Of course, as paranormal experts, this happens pretty quickly because we have a lot of power. For, you know, the, the layman, for people that don't know how to, how to control their, their chi, you know, it, it'll take a long time, or it might never happen. Well, I think what Hollywood did is they just kept that plug in in the battery and so it stayed at a hundred percent charged from the from the 1979 to 2019 right it has stayed completely charged that house has not changed in the paranormal energy and we have people like ryan reynolds that suffered at the hands of it i don't want to say that he i mean he, yes he he did get a paycheck and you know this was a, a movie production so he knew he was going to be working with ghosts, but ghosts, what, what? Oh yeah, Hollywood ghosts are different than mm -hmm. haunted house ghosts. You know, it's a different, you know, it, it's like going from Hollywood and then, go, you know, going from there to, to Vancouver where, you know, where he's from it, Hollywood to Canada. It, it's a different place. And so that's like Hollywood ghosts and then haunted house ghosts. They're different. It's like a different species of ghost. And I'm so glad you said that, too, because it's such a huge controversy around this as well when you look closely in the paranormal expert world. And, you know, and I do want to, you know, call out the, the work, you know, the lay work of uh, our fellow uh, investigators that are out there, you know, the likes of Stephen and Roxanne Kaplan, who are very critical of the uh, haunting of this house. Uh, also, but also Ed and Lorraine Warren, who are big, you know, supporters 
um, you know, we are pulling in all this work done by all these people, regardless, you know, whether they, what their conclusions say, it's important to look at all the body of evidence together. Mm -hmm. um, and to me, one of the most controversial parts of everything going on in the house is when they made the 2005 movie, they shut the Lutzes out of production completely, basically locking, locking them out of their own house, using their names without permission, and wow. potentially fabricating some of the findings already put forth by the Lutzes. Uh, again, amplifying the ghosts. They're saying, wait a minute, we didn't have this many ghosts in our house. And then, you know, Ryan Reynolds is like, I don't, I don't care. We're going to put as many ghosts as possible as we please mm -hmm. uh, using your name and there's nothing you can do to stop us. And that's the kind of Hollywood haunting. It's a very forceful haunting. It's, I mean, this is the kind of, um, Okay, so the analogy that I wanted to make. This is how tornadoes are created. You get cold air, and then you get a rush of hot air, and it mixes together, and it just starts this cycle that continues and sucks everything up, right? So you have the Hollywood machine arriving at a house that's already just cold, right? It is it is so cold, full of ghosts, and... Ryan Reynolds, he's he was in a lot of movies before that, right? He started in 1991 acting. So acting from 1991 to 2005. And I count three sixes in that year 1991, by the way. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So already the, the amount of ghosts just attached to him, right? Attached to the single uh, actor, not even including the rest of the crew. And yeah, so, so they're going to shut out the Lutzes. Because, yeah, the Lutzes, they want to tell the true story of, of what happened, right? And and obviously, their evidence is the fact that their daughter was singing and that the house smelled bad. You know, so there there is a, a justified reason why the actual filmmakers would want to shut them out. Because some of the evidence just isn't evidence, right? They, they didn't realize, because they're not experts, they didn't realize what the evidence truly was and what wasn't. So they had to kind of, with a fine-tooth comb, pick every every bit of evidence out that they wanted to put in the movie. But the problem is, when you bring all of that Hollywood charge, new hauntings happen, right? And then you account that and you put that in the movie, but that's not what happened in the original story, right? All of that new haunting is the effect of the ghost tornado that you just created. So... This is the classic uh, problem with Hollywood is when you try to tell a story, you bring ghosts in the equation, and then you tell a, a different story based on, you know, the ghosts in the environment now, right? And it's just, uh, it's just the way that Hollywood works. And Ryan Reynolds suffered very greatly because of it. Uh, and there is evidence to show that he regrets this role 100%. It makes you think, you know, I, we could look further into this, but I wouldn't be surprised if he was perhaps possessed to make this film. I mean, if you watch the movie and, and you see kind of his transition from a loving father to what looks to be a, a brutal killer, it, it really does give you a sense that he went full method. You know, that he he probably lived in that house. He probably, 
you know, communicated with the ghosts in the house and, you know, you know, kiss the walls. You know, he's a big, you know, big method actor. So he was definitely kissing all those walls. All of that to say that um, I was looking at an interview he did and he talks about how he suffers greatly from anxiety now. Right. Mm. And he he doesn't know, you know, he feels uncomfortable in his own skin. And because of that, he kind of um, has taken on the persona of Deadpool, which is, if you guys don't know, Deadpool is a Marvel creation, uh, a.k.a. Disney, a.k.a. You know, Mickey Mouse and Stan Lee. So he acts like this superhero called Deadpool. And let's, you know, dead, that's, that's a ghost. Pool, you know, what's in a pool? Uh, you know, fucking water and what's water if not for a small part of the ocean right right a pool the ocean's just a big pool of water yeah and so a dead pool is, is basically him kind of referencing the amityville horror house right the dead pool 112 ocean avenue you know so he's he's haunted by the house and so he kind of has to go back into the method of being able to communicate with ghosts in order to kind of calm his anxiety, you know? So he's dealing with ghosts his way, and we have other people dealing with ghosts other ways, right? And it's all because this house wasn't left alone. You had to come back and keep on adding ghosts and adding ghosts. And at some point, you're going to have like a nuclear bomb of ghosts, or an entire, you know, tornado, like a giant sharknado of ghosts. I mean, it's a it's feedback loop, right? You get to a certain inflection point where you don't even have to add more ghosts. Is that the cycle just amps up so much ghosts that it becomes a runaway effect? And okay, and so uh, this is the the worst case scenario. Right. You have you have a uh, a ghost house that is just spiraling out of control with the feedback loop. So, so then you have its next door neighbor, that house gets haunted. Mm -hmm. Then that house next door to it gets haunted. Okay. And then within 10 years, every house in America gets haunted. And, and then in, in the link, in a, in a giant chain link of ghosts originating from the Amityville house. Right, and you think that would stay contained to America? That spreads to the whole world. Ghosts don't know borders. The ocean Everyone. is just a giant conductive sheet of ghosts. Mm -hmm. So as soon as as soon as a ghost gets into a you know a beach house, and it touches the water, it is like the speed of light that it travels over the ocean, and then reaches to the next ocean house. So in fact, right. it makes it worse. Transcontinental ghosts. And we have, you know, rainstorms, we have snowstorms, you know, a ghost gets trapped in snow and it's trapped for a little while, but as soon as the snow melts, and that could be in a hundred years, that could be in, you know, five days, that ghost is going to get out. And so, you know, you think you're safe, you're not safe. And the fact is that we're breaking open the fact that there could be a haunted house and it could be everywhere. One haunted house could equal every haunted house. And we, you know, 
it's just a simple kind of math trick that you're going to have to do. And it's possible. So here's an, a, another kind of in interesting um, idea that I wanted to bring out. So haunted house, right? Who is, who, who is house? I, I had to ask myself, right? What is a house? Who is house if house is a person? And there's an obvious answer for that. Uh, who, to, who is house, right? Um, it's an actor. Right. You go on IMDb, folks. Yeah, just who, look up. Who is who, house? Yeah. And you get an answer. It's Hugh Laurie. That's house. So, okay, so, so let's kind of do, the, do the, the equation here, right? So we know what it is to be haunted. That's, you know, for you to, to bring your own ghosts, your own personal energy into a house. And then for uh, something, you know, something to happen there either a catalyst to bring the ghosts out or for you to kind of unload your ghosts into the house. That's what it is to be haunted. Now, what is house? Who is house? Well, it's an actor and it's an, it's a British actor, right? Hugh Laurie is a British guy and he has been acting, um, as a, you know, he's a paranormal expert. He's, a a medicine man, people would right. say. Right? And a lot of people, too, would be surprised to hear that he is English because he is so well at casting spells on all of us, make spells in American-accented English that it makes us all believe that he's American. Um, but actually, look it up. Go on YouTube. Uh, look at some Yahoo Lori clips and listen to him talk. He's British, folks. Um, and, you know, that country is very haunted, too. And there's a lot of baggage that comes over with that, especially when, it, when they come over to America, pretending to be Americans. Exactly. And, oh, my God, here we have a movie that has come out. Uh, it is called The Canterville Ghost, right? It's an animation movie that Hugh Laurie did. This is one of his, uh, his latest movies. It's in pre-production, so this is going to be coming out very soon, right? Hugh Laurie plays the Grim Reaper, right? So, so if, if you kind of go back to the idea of method acting, right? He, he had played a character named House who was haunted by, by drugs and by, you know, violence. And he's basically kind of like, the, like a Sherlock Holmes, right? Mm -hmm. Which is interesting if you think about it. Where did Sherlock Holmes live? It was, it was 222B Baker Street, right? Or something like that. Two, two, two. That's six. Basically, living at six Baker Street. So that was a haunted house. So Sherlock Holmes lived in a haunted house. Equals house lives in a haunted house. Equals house is haunted in a haunted house. Right? Because if you think about it, like like we said earlier, you have to have an energy uh, attached to you that completes like the circuit in a haunted house to make it haunted. So that means that he had to be haunted to bring in that energy to make the house haunted. And then he plays somebody named house acts American knows how to speak and, and cast spells. And we have a haunted house, a la haunted house. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I it's, I'm feeling the feedback loop already. Mm -hmm. it's, it, it's in motion. So 
um, quickly, the the last thing I wanted to kind of quickly make the uh, parallel to is in the last kind of uh, evidence that they had of the Amityville Horror, um, there was somebody had heard somebody talk, right? It, it was um, like, it was like a, some, somebody said, will you shut up to them? And that really, like, I think that was kind of like the thing that got them to leave the house because they heard an actual voice. Will you shut up? Well, if we go to the last episode of House, and this is going to be a spoiler, so guys, uh, you know, Listen up. get ready because this, this is going to save your life one day, that House fakes his death. And during the eulogy, um, one of his uh, friends, right, kind of somebody that he, he liked, um, instead of giving him, like, uh, a happy send-off, he's like, no, he was a very um, mean, he was a jerk, he only cared about himself, blah, blah, blah. And he gets a text that says, will you shut up? And it's from uh, the fake, you know, uh, it's, it's House. Right. Right, who just faked his death, adding another ghost to him from the dead. And think about that, the parallel, you know, 1977 to the end, you know, 2000 and whenever, whenever House ended, will you shut up that same sentiment you know, from a ghost in both times. And that's how it ended. You know, that's how the original haunting when they left. And that's how the series ends, you know, with house, you know, riding away on a motorcycle to, you know, go haunt somebody else. And then you, you come to find out he ends up um, taking the role of the Grim Reaper. So we know what it is to be haunted. And now we've learned what it is to be house. Right, and so we just put that together, and it is the classic haunted house, and we now understand what that means. It, it it is, it is a story of tragedy, and circumstance, the right place, the right time, except probably it's the wrong place at the wrong time, right? And scientifically, I think we've proven that if at least one house is haunted, then it, it could possibly be that all houses are haunted. And that's uh, scary. Yeah, I mean, we don't want to. I mean, of course, this is to make you aware in the scene. You know, I don't. We don't want to cause panic, as well, but more awareness. You know, so mm -hmm. be aware of your surroundings. Um, you know, you know, you're on the right path already by listening to the show. It's 100% audio sage. Um, burn some real sage, as well. Um, consult your paranormal experts, just be protected, be in the scene, everyone, mm -hmm. you know, we care so much about you. Um, and, you know, we appreciate that you care enough about us to listen to us. So that's let's right. keep that feedback loop going, you know? Yeah, that's right. And uh, yeah, stay in the scene. Uh, keep your eyes on that screen, guys, and um, look forward to uh, the Caspers coming up on Monday. That's a, a week from the release of this episode. That is the uh, 25th, I believe. Yes. We, we are going to be uh, filming and uh, live streaming the Caspers, our second annual uh, award show, Certified Ghost Friendly. So bring a ghost uh, as long as they are nice. 
and you know we'll have a place for them to sit or if they want to float we'll have a floating section for ghosts so um yeah guys uh, we will see you guys um throughout this week we'll be promoting the caspers so be a part of that we'll see you all soon take care everybody <laughs>